joining us now is retired Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer. He is president of Project Sentinel and also the London Center for Policy Research. Uh, Tony, great to have you here on the show, especially on such a big night. Thank you. Rita, always a pleasure to join you. Thanks for having me, as always. You're welcome. And, Tony, i got to get your reaction um, to sure. the fact that, that here we are, President Biden today spends the entire day basically talking about January 6th. He spends every day talking about January 6th. But it's like he seems to never miss a moment to use this. It's like he's going to be talking about January 6th, uh, you know, for the rest of his life. Yes, and I think the two things that always come to mind, first off, we have a republic, not a democracy, which is like I'm just fed up with anybody who misidentifies our very form of government. He does it constantly. And the other thing about this whole thing is that it was not an insurrection. By definition, by legal uh, merit, a, a resurrection, Rita, would have been uh, to try to take President Trump out of office, that a resurrection against the sitting government. There was He was the sitting government at the time. So this was an interference in process, no doubt. It was a riot, no doubt. But they continue to, to try to amplify this, to call it something it was not, and increase the um, the amount of violence compared to other things. And most importantly, to your point, uh, there was indicators uh, up and down the chain of command that that forces – to secure the Capitol ahead of time were offered, and they were turned down. And I heard the interview with the former chief of the Capitol Hill Police of the day, and I, too, uh, recognized that he witnessed uh, all of this coming together. And he, he still see it, says that it was more a, a failure process. I don't believe that. I think this was a setup. I think Nancy Pelosi was part of it. And I think uh, as soon as they can figure out who's going to be the Speaker of the House, they can keep control of the committees. I do believe they're going to release all the video that Nancy Pelosi refused to do. They're going to release all the witness, the anonymous witnesses who were behind the scenes trying to create more drama than there was, actually. And we're going to get a a thorough investigation of why Nancy Pelosi failed to actually do her job and allow people like the chief of police and others to actually put sufficient and credible force in place to prevent what happened happening. So there you go. Yeah, you know, it's amazing um, because this guy, again, uh, Stephen Sund, he resigned as head of uh, that department, the Capitol Hill uh, Department, Police Department. He said, and this is really powerful, um, Tony, where he said that, first of all, he thinks that politics should be taken out of security, police security, which I think we can all agree on. And he felt it definitely played a role that day. Like you said, there was some questions about process that he had that, Maybe some uh, didn't pass the information on or whatever, but he said that there were definitely um, he confirmed that the uh, Trump Pentagon first offered National Guard troops to his department right. on January 2nd, 2021. That's right. four days before. And the department um, first declined. And then when they got more information, then they went back and they were turned down. And he says he was very clear that. Uh, people in Pelosi's office, her right-hand people, uh, were the ones who said the optics don't look good and that that verbiage, the optics, was passed on multiple times. So it was clearly like a political spin word that was used over and over again. I mean, that's, that's incredible, Tony. I would love to see this guy testify, and I'd love to see the people in Nancy Pelosi's office testify, too, under oath. Boy, we may get a whole different spin on this. Well, I think we're going to, and I think this is going to be the last anniversary that Biden can falsely make these completely baseless allegations about this being 
so severe. Now, let me be clear for the audience. I'm not saying it wasn't an, a, a, a riot, that it wasn't inappropriate. I'm saying it was not the end of our, our form of governments, governance as we know it. And indeed, we need to get to the bottom of why they essentially let this open. The other thing I noticed in the chief of police's comments was he didn't think the FBI would have had people in the crowd and not told him. And I can tell you for a fact, based on the sources I have, the FBI had tons of people in the crowd. And I would go far as to say that he needs to educate himself by going out and looking at Ray Epps. He did actually admit that you know the Ray Epps thing does bother him because Ray Epps was seen on video encouraging uh, the breach of the Capitol, was there the day breaching security, and yet somehow he's not uh, being held with all of these six January conspirators supposedly in the D.C. jail. And, oh, by the way, real quick point on that. I'd like to believe with the Republicans coming in, they'll be able to finally do something to get all of those folks locked up in the D.C. jail finally out. It's not appropriate for them to be have been locked up two years for essentially what uh, what I think they're going to be charged with at maximum is, is trespassing or interfering with the government process. That's all they can get them on. And yet a lot of them are still locked up. And that, that that's something that needs to be addressed as well. It is amazing, by the way, that um, so far, I think a thousand people I was seeing have been basically charged in some form, a hundred uh, still behind bars. And then at the mm-hmm. same time, we're also hearing uh, that potentially uh, we're also hearing potentially, I'm just monitoring what's going on in the House here, too, as well, Tony. Sorry, because obviously a big news night. Um, but um, but he also um, essentially in the middle of all this, they're saying the DOJ, uh, there's word that they may go after another thousand, that the FBI, like they're not done yet. And yet we hear these stories of them missing the mark on how about the guy who like the machete guy the other day uh, who, you know, brings out his machete and tries to attack these officers, did attack these officers, three NYPD officers. The mother complained the local police alerted the FBI. They somehow dropped the ball and didn't go after this guy. But they seem to have time to go after over a thousand people who happen to walk by the Capitol. It's really amazing. And you bring up this Ray Epps guy. It's interesting because the one thing in the latest report in this, you know, 800 plus page report that they finally came out with the uh, very partisan January 6th committee, which you and I both agree on, Tony, on that. Um, there was like a little footnote on this Ray Epps and he continues to say, you know, he, nothing tied to law enforcement, nothing tied to this, but there's still some just kind of lingering questions. Um, it's this note that's in the, this is the January 6th committee again, you know, led by, you know, Liz Cheney and Benny Thompson and all those others. Uh, they did interview him because there was so much pressure on them to do so. And there's a note where he says, I was in front with a few others and I also orchestrated it. That was Ray Epps telling a family member, um, apparently a relative in a text message. This is according to the January 6th committee. They're reporting. Um, so there, that is still a kind of a mystery. I mean, there's something that we just don't know the full story here. No, I got suspended permanently the day I started trolling Ray Epps when I finally got him to respond. I think there's a link there. This is before uh, uh, Elon Musk took it over, and I think uh, the And FBI now, what did he say to you, Tony? By the way, tell us what did he say to you? What did he in a response? Well, I I actually don't remember it off the top of my head, but basically he responded by somehow saying that he he was not involved or some sort of very obtuse thing because I was really trolling him hard because it was about a year little over a year ago when, when I started going hard on on him because of the very things we're talking about, and I got suspended. And it's been permanent, and it's one of the things that's been an effort to try to get me you know, back on Twitter. 
because it was very clear that the day I, I, I trolled Ray Epps, someone behind the scenes got me suspended. So I think there's a link there, and I think that I think he is lying because all the evidence shows that he 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 is on video uh, saying directly, Rita, you need to breach the Capitol. You need to go in. You need to storm in. He says this, and then he's there breaching it the next day. And he was on at one point the, the, the FBI's most wanted list. How do you get off the FBI's most wanted list uh, when, you know, you're not charged with anything? So this is – there's a lot of things that indicate that he was somehow directly involved on the government side of encouraging the violence and being directly involved in it. So it's something that I'd like to believe the Republicans are going to get to the bottom of in the new session. There are still so many unanswered questions. Um, I agree with you. And at least people know whatever the facts are, wherever they go, uh, let's know them. Um, you know, let's, right. let's get it all out there. And then, you know, we can decide and the public can feel like everything was explored because I think they still feel there were so many lingering things. And then here again, seeing this Capitol head of Capitol Hill police, uh, confirming a lot of the other things that we had heard earlier, uh, but absolutely right. validating that indeed, it was turned down uh, for, quote, optics coming from Pelosi's office. That sure doesn't look good. And the fact that the January 6th committee didn't even get into that. And you think about, obviously, it doesn't excuse uh, those, anybody who did anything harmful to law enforcement or others, because I feel the same way you do. I feel so passionate about supporting our law enforcement, and I hate seeing any of that. Uh, but there were others who just walked right in. We saw, you know, you could see right. that. And it also... Uh, you wonder what had been, had there been a whole bunch of National Guard or other individuals that were stationed outside the Capitol on January 6th, uh, you could bet that probably nobody would have gotten inside. It doesn't excuse right. bad been, behavior. It completely different. It would have been, been completely compl- different. Absolutely. Tony Schaefer, you're terrific. Always great to have you on, my friend. Thank you for being here on such a big news night, too. Thank you. Right. Thank you, Rita. Take care. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.